Welcome to the Tavern Cast Network. We're at Michigan's premier multi-tap, Ashley's Pub in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where we're working our way through the ultimate beer tour. Three guys, 130 beers, 32 styles, with a few stops along the way. And this is what's on tap. Welcome to Ashley's Pub in Ann Arbor, Michigan, for another episode of On Tap. I'm Bryce. I'm Eric. And I'm Mike. So give us a call here on On Tap with your thoughts or your take on the beers that we're drinking. Uh, you can call us at 734-418-7077, or if you want, you can use Skype with the username TavernCast and leave a message. You can chat about beer and the show on our forums at www.taverncast.com. And if you love On Tap, be sure to check out our long-running main show, which is TavernCast. It's 100% pure fun, anything goes talk, covering a wide range of topics with plenty of drinks, music, and comedy available at our site or on iTunes. Just search TavernCast. We didn't say, by the way, we're recording in the basement of Ashley's. Yes, after last week's show, the audio quality was not good up there. So. Plus they, plus they uh, were mad at us for only ordering beer and not ordering food, so they yeah. relegated and us. And only one beer, so. That's no, a joke. They, that's Ashley's a people joke. did not relegate it. We relegated us down here. They were courteous enough to allow us to come to their abandoned basement during the day where they yeah. don't have many people down here. And so. actually, I think next week we're going to record in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, is, is the audio quality better down here? Well, there's like a refrigerator running or something, but you don't hear the music, so I bet you it's going to sound better. It's going to sound less like a bar. It's going to be like... Yeah, go. Oh, keep, you keep doing that. No, go, Do that the go, whole back time. Up, back up. Again, back up. Okay. Really? Yeah, Mike's just going to be the music. Thanks, Mike, for being on the show, but he won't be speaking. Mike is the human beatbox. Yeah. Hey, can you turn on the radio? Oh, sorry. <laughs> How about some Lady Gaga? Can you turn on some Lady Play Gaga? Play some Skinner! <laughs> <laughs> no, Bryce, we know you do it. That's that's um that's bad that, romance that's by his, Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Right if you two you want. Uh, 127 bottles of beer on the wall, 127 bottles of beer, take one down, pass it around, 126 bottles of beer on the wall. Alright, so what's on tap today? We are still in the bitter style. We are actually con- coming to a conclusion. This will be the last beer we have in the bitter style. And we are on Green King Moreland Brewery's mm, Ruddles County, County Ale. And you know what, Mike? This is the same brewery that makes your favorite beer, uh, Old Speckled Ant. It is, oh, indeed. Yeah. I, I'll be interested to see how this stacks up. I'm really curious. This so this imported, right? Yeah, it's from, uh, from England. England. Yep. Merry Old England. I would assume it's from Ruddles County, but I don't <laughs> Probably really not know. anymore. <laughs> it probably was at one point, then they were bought by well, I was going to say, I was gonna say yeah. were they bought by Inbev? Yeah, now they're produced <laughs> in, like, New Jersey or something. <laughs> well, G- Green King Moreland apparently... Produces a bunch of stuff over there. Uh, Old Speckled Hen, Abbott Ale, stuff like that. So cool. st- stuff that we're reasonably familiar here with. Does, isn't Moreland the Witchwood? 
Or that's Witchwood. No, I think that's Witchwood. I think they're separate. Okay, they're different. all right. Witchwood? Wood, which wood? Wood, which wood? wood breweries? Wood? What? Wood. All about the wood. What? what? You wood? Who's You've got wood? What? Your mom's on tap. Who's on first? <laughs> What's Who's tapping who? What's what? on second? <laughs> what, what was it you were saying last week about the bottles of this, Eric? Well, I, I thought that they had a different bottle. I thought it was kind of a squarish, uh, shorter bottle. That, for some reason, to me, it looks like an older style of bottle. These, these are, are distinctive, but they're not what I'm thinking of. So I don't know if I saw... It might be one of their other beers, a different Ruddles County beer. I just don't know. I think this is the uh, new version of the bottle, but the beer recipe stayed the same. Do we have an old version of the bottle that we can get and taste the (laughs) new version? No, but it's the old uh, square. It's a square square bottle. Squared edges. It almost looks like a liquor bottle more than beer. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I don't even know her. Wow. Wow. So let's go. Cheers, everybody. Let's give it a try. Cheers. It smells like a little bit of a hoppy floral kind of thing, but not a lot. It's pretty mild smelling. All I smell is old speckled hen. Do you really? Mm, I do. For real? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they changed the brand <laughs> like the other place. It smells to me. It, it doesn't. It's got a crisp smell to me, like almost like you're outside and around a body of water that's moving. That's like, <laughs> like that type of smell. I don't right? know what the hell is the matter with me, but you know what I still smell ever oh, so faintly? Bryce is still smelling still puke smell on this beer. <laughs> I think that's just how you smell. Have you washed your hands I must have had a really <laughs> bad experience with beer sometime in my past where all I get is vomit smell out of me. That's a great uh, description. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a professional. I'm a professional beer smeller. <laughs> All right, well, let's hope it doesn't taste like vomit. Give it. <laughs> I'm getting Eric's aftershave. All right. Vomit? Oh, yeah. You know, Ooh. many people on Beer Advocate have said that this is a premier beer of the style. So it's like one of the best of the bitter, bitter styles that's out there. All right. I think Beer Advocate, the people are rating it a B. The Beer Advocate owners rated it an A. So it's it's the highest rating of any one of them that we had At up there. At least according to Beer Advocate. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I think it tastes actually. really good. It's, uh, it's not very hoppy. It's kind no. of malty. It reminds very me a little bit almost like of like a Markson or something. It's so malty. Mm. I think what I'm getting all together on these bitter mm. styles of beer is that they're not really all that bitter. No. They, I mean, they have a very slight bitter tinge, but if anything, I'd say they're more malty than bitter. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But they're right in that, you know, what they always said, that they're very easy to drink. Yeah. These are definitely pub ales. Yeah, I think it, it almost kind of plays into that whole, it's just a word thing. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just the name of the style. It doesn't have anything to do with necessarily the taste. It was just a way to call beer. That was what you called beer back then. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'd say it's it's mild. It's not not a strong tape flavored beer. This is not complex. This is more malty than I think any other beer that we've had so far. I agree. Am I right? Is that the taste that I'm tasting? I think, yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. There's a little bit of hops, but nothing not I not, not thick. Any. You know that I'm noticing on the past too though is so as soon as we. Well, see, this Boddington's was supposedly an ESB, right? But even so, as soon as we slid out of Ashley's definitions of the ESBs, the Arcadia and the Rogue, yeah, these all got really mild. Yeah, the regular bitters yep. are, are pretty yeah. pretty mild. They're not very hoppy at all. So but then again, I mean, we're not in the pale ale or the um, IPA category yet. So true. Once we get there, we'll get some hops. Going but it's again. not body. I mean, relative some of the other beers of oh, yeah. certainly like what we've talked about last time the Budweiser's yeah. and stuff like yeah. that it's got much more body than that but relative yeah, to like sure. an IPA or like a pale or something like that it's it's definitely much more mild oh, yeah, but for people who aren't big fans of beer or just don't know a lot about beer so I'll say it now if you can find a bitter so Boddington's or, or mm-hmm. this Ruddles County right mm-hmm. this is a great beer to just drink with your buddies oh so. yeah this is a good after work hey beer. we have Ooh. food see Ooh. 
Awesome. Thank you. Da, 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 da. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. No problem, guys. Wait, so are we going to uh, review the food here now, too? <laughs> well, no, you can... It's because they brought it to us. You can't say that uh, Ashley's booted us down here. So. Did, did we get this for the uh, being the fifth one? I got this because Eric and I were waiting for you. No. <laughs> so you're not allowed to have any, guys. We'll, we'll say one thing. So if you're in the area and can get to Ashley's, uh, their fries, I think, are awesome. Yeah, they have good. they have numbers of different kinds of fries. They have uh, this is like bacon cheddar. They've got uh, curry fries, which is like curry chicken ladled over uh, French fries. What else do they have? They have like I think it's like a sun dried tomato and pesto fry. Okay. There's a Stilton cheese one. Which I've never had that. There's I think there's a chili cheese kind of thing. A chili cheese. And yeah. the thing is, is that we're only bringing up fries. Don't think it's just like regular pub fries. These are awesome. They're like waffle fries. fries. They're thick cut waffle. With cheese, bacon, uh, sour cream for dipping. It's good stuff. And this is actually the perfect kind of food you want to eat with a beer like this, which is exactly what I was going to say, which is that if people don't know a lot about beer and they want to kind of get, move beyond the Budweiser, try picking up one of these bitters and trying that out because these are really easy to drink beers that are yeah. really good with food. They're great for, like, the game day. They're great for just hanging out at the bar. You can knock back two or three of these and just have a good old time. So let's give this thing a rating, uh, 1 out of 10. Ruddles County Ale. I'm going to stick with what I gave Boddington's last week. This is, um, I'm going I'm to raise it just a bit. It's a 6 and a half. And I'm bringing it up simply because I think it's it's better, easier drinking, slightly more complex than Boddington's. But this is a great beer. It's really easy to drink. Now that I know about Ruddles County, um, this is the kind of beer that I would have no problem ordering with food and kind of kicking back and knowing that I'm going to drink quite a few more of these in a night than just one. So six and a half, nearer to seven than it is six and a half. It's getting there. I would say 6. that... 6.89? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a as a bitter goes, it definitely... It, this is one of the better bitters that I think we've had. And looking back, too, I guess I was going to look at all the bitters that we've had. Yeah, I'd say Ruddles is probably the best. It's the easiest drink. So from the, from the standpoint of what the style is meant to do, which is just a... Low brow, after work, Kick easy drinking drink beer. Up. I think Ruddles County is best the best example of this category. All right, I would agree. I actually would give it probably. I mean, it's very malty, which I already I'm on the record that I like, and uh, I would actually give it probably. I would give it a seven and a half. Wow! Wow! I like it a lot. So this is your highest rated beer yet? Yes. On this show. Yes. Wow! You heard it here, folks. <laughs> which actually makes some sense because it's the same brewery as. You know, yeah, my, yeah. one of my favorites. And Old Speckled Hen, as I recall, is a pretty malty yep. beer. So I'm not sure I'd go as high as a six, maybe a five and a half. I think it's a solid, good beer. I don't think if I was um, here for other reasons, I would order the beer by itself. I'd order something else. I mean, I, I tend to prefer hoppier beers, so I think I would go for something else. But it, it's definitely a solid beer. It's definitely something, if, if, if you're looking to try something, give it a whirl. So true to form, the malty guys like it, and yeah. the hoppy guys... Less so. You people with no taste like it. <laughs> Beer pulled my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I didn't lead you astray. <laughs> That's true. So for the beer topic of the week, then I kicked around this question. What temperature do you guys think beer should be served? Now there are experts out there who will tell you how beer is supposed to be served. <laughs> what temperature, what uh, what kind of glass, what kind of optimal serving presentation. But I'm asking you guys, what temperature 
is the ideal temperature for beer? Hot, cold, medium, what? I don't know a specific number. I, I would say cooler, in my opinion, than cooler than warm. I, mean, I know one of the theories is that beer should be served warm or warmer than we tend to serve it here. I think that's how it's served overseas. Doesn't that depend on the type, though? That's what, yeah, that would be my assumption. And I would assume that if it's warmer, it's going to have a stronger taste. See, I think a temperature is like almost, you know, the traditional wine definition of temperature where red should be served at room temperature and white's chilled, typically. Am I right that, on that? That's typically correct, yep. All right. I think there's some beers that are just better chilled, like like the Pilsners and the... You know, but like uh, Guinness. Yeah, but that's... Actually, Stout. Guinness... Stouts, I think, actually are better, probably at room temperature. You see, I, I've heard that, but then on the other hand, if you if you like look at the Guinness can, it actually says serve extra cold. Oh, does it? Like that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't so know. that makes me. I mean, I, I'd heard that before that you should serve stouts and Guinness warmer. Okay, but then that's what they say on the can. We should say too, just for people listening, uh, Ashley serves their beers. I would not say ice cold. I would say that they're all chilled. They're mm-hmm. probably. 50 degrees, 60 degrees. Fahrenheit. Yeah. yeah, somewhere in the ballpark. The glasses, even the glasses they give, I think, are chilled. Yeah, but yeah, but it's not It's not ice cold. It's not like, say, you go to Buffalo Wild Wings or something and you get, uh, you know, beer there. You're going to get, like, ice cold, frost on the mug kind yeah. of beer. Yeah, yeah. And I think that goes to, I mean, like, can you imagine getting a, like a, like a Pilsner beer that's no. warm? That would be gross. But see, that's yeah. one of the things that I wonder. So my thought is, is that I wouldn't want... There, there are some beers that I wouldn't want warm, but I wouldn't want totally ice cold. That would be like a, a porter. I think porter is actually better if it's not ice cold. Because the cold masks the flavor, right? Mm-hmm. So the colder it gets, the more it's just like this sort of crisp, refreshing kind of drink, and it cuts things down. But the darker the beer, usually I think I would want it warmer, except for something like Guinness, which I actually think I agree with Guinness, that I, w- I would want Guinness colder. But those porters, those real rich, complex beers... I almost want a little bit warmer. I wonder if the same thing would hold true with, like, Belgians or one of those, like, super flavorful beers. Yeah. So it's interesting. Maybe do we associate flavor with, like, hoppiness, you know, assorted fruits and things on top of that hoppiness? So maybe the hoppier beers are better warmer and the maybe the maltier beers and the pilsners are better colder? Is it maybe not a certain type of beer, but maybe along those two scores... Well, see, I can only speak for... Okay, so I I went out to dinner recently, and I went to a reasonably upscale restaurant that had uh, a a lot of really nice beers on tap that paired well with their foods. You went to an upscale restaurant. It's scary, isn't it? By yourself? Yeah, all by myself. (laughs) You ate alone. I ate alone. (laughs) (laughs) No, I um, You have to follow the menu here with me to, to understand what I'm doing. So I ordered a roast duck that was stuffed with some kind of cherry bread pudding. So it was kind of a fall autumn-style, um, savory, comfort food kind of thing. This was Taco okay? Bell? This was, no, this was uh, El, Del Taco. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, anyways. Wow, you're going upscale. So, <laughs> so on, on, on tap there, they had Stone Smoked Porter, All right. which is a really great smoked porter. It's very chocolatey. It's um, cocoa, coffee kind of thing. It's mildly sweet, somewhat bitter. And it really, really goes well when you pair it with something that's kind of smoky sweet like the duck and, you know, cherry bread pudding, right? So the thing is, is that they serve that uh, not warm, but only slightly chilled. I'd say that thing was probably 65 degrees ballpark. Um, it was up there. So I guess it makes It sense. wasn't room temperature, but the thing was is that the, the 
there's a depth and a porter like the the chocolate and the cocoa is really pronounced when it's warm. Yeah. Whereas I've had stone porter when it's been cold, like you take it right out. We used to have Bebmo's out in California, which is like a big mass uh, drink store, and you used to get those out of there, and you'd get them out of the, the refrigerator or the cooler, and they'd be frozen cold. Yeah. And you didn't pick up as much chocolate or cocoa yeah. flavor in that, but you do when it's warmer. So something changes. So does that make sense just chemically? I mean, as things warm up, the chemical, they're more the chemical, active, yeah. yeah, actual energy within it. Oh yeah, it's higher it's, it's potential higher. energy or whatever. Yeah, are you guys talking about the molecules? Yeah, they're, they're actually moving. More yeah, they're moving more. They're more excited and moving around, and so the fl- that would make sense that the flavor is being effervesced more and yeah, and all that kind of thing. I would think. It's interesting though. I mean, going back to the wine thing though, so the sweeter wines you tend to serve colder for some reason, even though I would think of them as not having as strong a taste as a red wine. Well, that's not is. always true. Do you, they, they so you think about something like um, um, like a port. Right? Yeah. Remember when we went to Prager Port in uh, Napa? Yep. Right? And so... Good stuff. The port there, it is too. Prager Prager Ports, if you can get those anywhere, get them. Um, they were all room temperature. All the ports were yep. room temperature. The Tawnies and the, the sure. white ports. Yeah. yeah. But you go to like something white, like a Gewürztraminer. Or, uh, my God, we're talking wine on the beer show. Yeah, duh, no, duh, duh. yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you, you tend to do the white wines chilled. At least that's... You know, I don't know that I've ever had a Chardonnay that's not chilled, yeah. but you would never chill a red wine like, yeah. a, like a Cabernet well, Sauvignon or though, something. So the, the sweeter wines you're serving chilled, I'm wondering if there's some correlation there with beer and the... the but it's almost the opposite. So like the sweeter, maltier beer, like a stout, which is very malty, you're, you're serving warm. It's like the opposite. Yeah, you... Maybe it's just the, the, the type of flavor, right? I actually think that the sweeter beers, actually, along with the sweeter wines, are typically served chilled. And I want to... The ports, I think, are a special case because they're actually... The, the ports are almost like an aperitif where they're not really a... Necessarily, they don't go along with the normal wine rules. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, but you chill Pilsners, right? Yeah. You want oh, Pilsners yeah, yeah. to be really cold. You want wheat beers to be really cold. That's and the funny. thing is, is that anywhere you go, if you, it, it, well, in America, anyways, anywhere in America that you go that serves beer, it's always going to be cold. So, like, I went to Buffalo Wild Wings uh, last week, and I ordered uh, Line and Kugel's Oktoberfest because they have that out now, right? And that, honestly, I think, could have been a little bit warmer than they had it. They had it ice cold like they would serve up a Budweiser. And I'm not sure that's necessarily a good idea. So is that just well, maybe an ease of implementation? Pro- probably. Yeah, and I'm not sure Buffalo Wild Wings is the best, you know, beer-centered kind no, of No, but it's thing. a typical American sure. yeah, place. No, no, no. You know, and it's how Americans serve beer. And I'm not, you know, I just wonder actually if they're actually doing it right. Who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what it is. It's just whatever is your uh, preference. I'm yeah. sure people have opinions. Right. Maybe they'll write in and let us know. <laughs> oh, I'm All sure it. people do have opinions. <laughs> with your beer reviews at 734-418-7077 and come talk shop with us in our forums at www.taverncast.com. There's a brand new section there devoted to On Tap, the beers of the show, and beer discussion in general. So see you next time as we finally exit the bitters. I'm sure you guys are ready to, to leave the bitters behind, and we're going to move on to the English, English Old Ale style with the uh, local Michigan brewery Bell's Third Coast Old Style Ale. I think we might get to the Old Speckled Hen in there, too. And we're not starting with Old English? 
Come on. Coke <laughs> 45. I'm not sure that's an old ale. <laughs> it, it can be, but it's bad usually. If it is. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye. On Tap, a Tavern Cast podcast brought to you by Snapdragon. Why oh, not? Oh, Tavern Cast on Tap. Your mom's on Tap. <laughs> Spray strips here on my phone and the microphone. <laughs> problem solved, problem solved, sort of. It smells like beer. I'm still not <laughs> The phone's all fucked up. It's nice. okay, you can buy me a new one. <laughs> <laughs> our pro- teleprompter yeah. is all messed Our teleprompter up. has been covered in beer. Pause, please. Pause. So how does my the beer off the what's, phone. what's the bouquet on my phone now? <laughs> wow. Oh, the screen though has got that coating on it, doesn't it? Well, it did at one point. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> Your phone smells like beer. That's good. <laughs> it's bound to happen sooner or later. That's all I can say. All right. If you had an iPhone, that wouldn't have happened. Oh yeah. Beer <laughs> <laughs> just repels. Ruddles County Ale. Uh, Eric, why don't you go first? One out of ten. Uh, Ruddles County Ale. Mike, why don't you go first? One out of ten. <laughs> okay. He caught both of us with food in our mouths. <laughs> Ruddles County <Mike> Ale. <laughs> One out of ten rating. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. Almost considered an aperitif. They're wine-based, but they're... That's a good point. They're yeah. almost not even a wine. Uh, you just have to repeat that last part. All right. It shuts up. Uh, 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 welcome to the basement.